Chapter 1, Try to Get Along The cafeteria, as ever, was noisy. The midday sun didn't hit directly on it, despite the two-store height and the large windows surrounding the room, which alleviated the heat for the Luna Nova students. Chatting, laughing, and eating, the purple-uniformed teenagers enjoyed their Saturday without much worries. Exams had ended the day prior, and so there was no need to stress out about them anymore. Either you did good or bad and now there was nothing you could do about it. A particular table, or, maybe, tables arranged so that nine people could sit comfortably together, was exceptionally loud, as a witch suddenly stood up and slammed the table with both hands. Why do you assume I did badly? Otsuko Akokagari asked without bothering to regulate her volume. Her brown hair, straight to her waist, had a weird ponytail in the back of her head. Her bangs, barely above eye level, swung with her wide and exaggerated movements as she spoke, her red eyes narrowed at the offence of the other witch. Well, because it's you, of course, Amanda O'Neill, the tall, wild and orange-haired tomboy replied with a smirk. And tone it down, you're being too loud she added, barely bothering to direct her emerald green eyes to the Japanese brunette. What do you mean, because it's me? I can get grades as good as anyone here. She continued, slamming her hands on the table again, making the food trays of everyone in the vicinity shake. I bet you could, if we were all five years old Hannah England snickered from her position at the other side of the table. Her auburn hair was tied in a neat ponytail with a big yellow ribbon. She noticed, however, that no one else laughed at what she had thought was a funny joke, so she cut it out. Actually, despite a few side glances, no one seemed to pay her any attention. Akko, please sit down, everyone staring at us Lotta Janssen, the other redhead of the group, didn't look up, looking as if she wanted to hide behind her big round glasses. Her neat short hair, even shorter than Amanda's, assuming it wasn't just an illusion because of the different hairstyles, had some crumbs left over from when Akko's sudden jump had thrown a slice of bread away. But Lotta! Akko looked down at her teammate. Akko, if you don't sit down I will make you swallow a troll nail potion the next time you sleep Susie Munbavran, the purple-haired, purple-skinned and sharp-tongued witch, and the remaining member of Akko's red team, said with a smile. However, despite that smile. No, because of that smile, Hannah couldn't help but consider that she might actually do it. The brunette's reaction surely pointed towards that being the case. W what does that do? Akko asked with genuine fear. It'll make you so sick that you won't be able to move for three days. Maybe two, because it's you the potion expert widened her smile, chuckling. Somehow, that felt horribly menacing. Akko sat down, pouting. If it's of any value, Diana Cavendish, the top student of Luna Nova, spoke in her usual composed voice, her platinum blonde curly hair moving with a slight breeze. I do believe Akko has done well in her exams. Well, that's because you have been tutoring her, Diana, Hannah said, snorting. Kind of a waste, if you ask me. Diana frowned at this statement, but said nothing about it. Instead, her expression quickly returned to her neutral one, and she continued. While you, Amanda, have barely studied in the last semester. Amanda scoffed at this. Well, what do you care about Dash? Now, girls, let's stop the fighting already. We'll see the results on Monday, what's the point? Barbara Parker, the girl with the long, black and silky hair, spoke from her seat next to Hannah's. She had changed a lot since the missile incident the previous year. While previously she would have probably joined her in her bashing of Akko, nowadays she had mostly left behind those attitudes. In Hannah's opinion, Lotta was a bad influence on her. A. She's right Amanda stood, having finished her food, and yawned. What's the point? We all know we'll do better than Akko anyways she gave the brunette a mischievous smile when she noticed her face turning red with anger. And now I'll go take a nap, see why she turned and started towards the outside door. Hannah fully expected Akko to jump after her to keep arguing. Instead, the angry girl took a deep breath and whispered something that Hannah wasn't able to make out. Her face returned to a normal colour as she started to eat again, more relaxed. Amanda was rather mean, don't you think? Lotta pointed out, 
the tiny witch sitting next to the empty seat Amanda had left, Constanze, one of the redhead's teammates, looked up from whatever device of her own crafting she had been using under the table and pointed at an upwards angle to a window. Oh, right, Lotta said, looking at the sky. She's grounded. How long won't she be allowed to fly? She asked, looking at the amiable Jesminka, a big, chubby girl with long pink hair with a couple of braids. Despite the fact that she had just eaten, she was now snacking on donuts. A couple weeks she commented in her gentle voice. She was the other member of Amanda's team. The green team. Well, she only got what was coming to her, Hannah commented, shrugging. The table remained in a thoughtful silence. Still, Amanda loves flying more than anything else curiously enough, it was Akko who spoke up. I think she'd rather be forced to help the fairies in their work than be prohibited to fly. She looked genuinely troubled about this. She just insulted Johanna thought, but said nothing. This was Akko, who probably had a second heart instead of a brain. No one else spoke, and so they quietly finished their meal. It's just a couple weeks without flying, not the end of the world Hannah's mind wandered as she waited for everyone to get up. She had gotten to know everyone in the red and green teams quite well, since Diana and Barbara were fond of spending time with them, but she had never quite clicked on it. They were all so simple. Not like Diana or Barbara, who were smart and good at studies and all in all good role models. Amanda in particular. She was harsh, full of herself and the trouble she caused was usually on purpose, unlike Akko's accidents. When they finished eating, the group broke, each one going on with their planned activities. Hannah and Barbara left the cafeteria through the outside door. They didn't have anything to do today, so they had previously decided to just go walk between the trees for a while. You know, Barbara spoke to her in a low voice. You went kind of overboard with that comment back there she said, looking Hannah in the eyes. Why? She did ditch class to go flying, I mean dash. Not that one, Hannah, Barbara sighed in resignation. I meant the Akko one. You know how far she's gotten, did you have to be mean? I wasn't. Well, I was, but. It was just a joke she excused herself, feeling a pinch of guilt. Nobody seemed to care, anyways Hannah finished, acting nonchalant. Barbara shook her head, closing her eyes. You know they care. Everyone cares. I care. She looked frustrated. It's not a big deal, Gies Hannah said, not looking at her best friend's face as they entered the forest outside Luna Nova, grateful for the shadow the trees provided from the harsh Sunday. It's not like she'd take it seriously. Hannah, that's not the point. Barbara exclaimed, frowning. They're our friends, can't you be nicer to them? It's not like I act that way to all of them Hannah didn't like where this conversation was going. Barbara was blowing a silly joke out of proportion. But you go towards Akko. Barbara stopped on her tracks, almost making Hannah fall over a root. Hannah, don't you see the kind of looks everyone gives you every time you try to make fun of her? Her face, still angry, also showed concern. What kind? The kind that says that if you keep doing it you're going to be thrown off the group Barbara's expression softened. You don't have to like Akko, but you should try to make the effort to get along. If not for me, do it for Diana. Hannah was about to ask what she meant by that. For Diana? Yeah, she liked having more friends, but why would Akko be special? Instead, she simply nodded. I'll. Try she said, the words coming out strangled her. And, Barbara continued, dropping her harsh expression completely and allowing herself to show the hint of a smile. It would be nice if you tried to better get along with everyone, in general. Hannah nodded again, going back to the walk through the forest next to her best friend. She doubted she'd be able to be best friends with anyone outside their blue team, but she'd try. Jasminka and Lotta seemed easy enough, both being kind and quiet. Susie and Constance were more on the weirdo side of the scale, and if she was completely honest, the purple head which kind of scared her, but surely she could pull it off. And then, she had to refrain from grunting when she thought of having to bond with Akko and Amanda. Akko was hard to handle, 
because of her boundless energy and excitable nature, not to mention stubbornness. Amanda on the other hand, well, she was rather intimidating and hard to approach, particularly when she was angry, and just as stubborn as the brunette, if not more. As she was thinking of this, she remembered something. Oh, that's right, you heard. Appleton Academy will be throwing some kind of big party next month. Hannah said, excited, expecting a similar reaction from the black-haired witch. However, when Barbara spoke, she looked rather unimpressed. Yeah, I heard. They're celebrating some kind of important event in their history or something, right? It'll be the thousandth anniversary of the day one of their directors beat a dragon or something like that Hannah shrugged. But they invited Luna Nova to take part in the celebration this time, since apparently witches also had a role to play in it. They're going to announce it after the exam results. Okay, so. Hannah was taken aback by her friend's apparent lack of interest. Was she serious? Had she misheard or something? This means the boys will probably invite us to accompany them. There's going to be a big dance and everything. Hannah got dreamy eyes as she looked up, imagining a shining ballroom full of hot boys in suits around her, inviting her to dance. What if? She struggled to say it without squeaking with excitement. What if Andrew invited us to dance? Can you imagine? She looked at Barbara with a big smile on her face. Just the thought made her squirm with anticipation. I. Barbara met her eyes, and Hannah saw something in them. Longing, but not the same as hers. I guess, she said, shrugging. It could be fun, but I'd rather. Her eyes were looking at her, but not at her. I don't know, guess I got over my crush on Andrew, you know? She smiled softly, as if saying sorry. What? Oh, I. Yeah, it's okay. Hannah laughed, but it sounded fake even to her. It's fine, I'm sure there's going to be tons of cute boys in the party anyways. Barbara opened her mouth, as if to say something, but didn't. Instead, she suddenly hurried, walking a few steps ahead of Hannah. Was she mad? Did Hannah say something wrong? Maybe she shouldn't have mentioned that she still liked Andrew, since they both knew the brown-haired boy probably liked Akko. Hurrying her pace, Hannah went after Barbara, wondering if she should apologize for something. She really needed to think before speaking. Chapter 2. Failing a class. No way, Amanda said, eyes wide as she looked at Akko. The brunette was so excited that she had stood on a chair to announce that she hadn't failed a single subject. Let me see that the redhead snapped the sheet Akko was holding from her, and looked at the grades. It was true. She hadn't failed a single class. While she wasn't amazing in anything, she had passed every single subject with at least an average. Damn she whispered, giving the sheet back. She looked at her own, seeing that while most of her school surpassed Akko's, she had failed astrology and, ironically enough, broom flying. The divination classes were the ones where she skipped the most, because Chariot was the one teaching them, she hadn't expected. A voice caught her attention. No way another girl said, and as she turned her head to look over her shoulder, she saw Hannah, a couple of benches above hers, looking at the same sheet every student had been given. The auburn head which kept looking up at the brunette and down at her own. I can't believe this, she said, her eyes as confused as Amanda's. The redhead approached out of curiosity, she had certainly not expected Hannah to fail any subjects. Hey, what are you looking at? Hannah said, frowning and laying the sheet down on her desk. Meanwhile, Akko had taken to going around class showing everyone how well she had done, and her classmates were praising her for a job well done. I was just curious. Did you fail anything? Amanda asked. She really was just curious. Hannah hesitated. For a second, Amanda thought she was going to be sent away, but the blue team member sighed and showed her the sheet. The redhead looked over the grades and found that she had really good scores in most subjects. However, she had failed one. Astrology? Amanda looked at Hannah, confused. But you've got Diana as a teammate, how can you fail astrology? Well. Hannah looked over at Akko. The brunette was, now, 
taking Diana's hands and thanking her in excess. She looked on the brink of tears, and Diana had an uncomfortable smile on her face, as if asking Akko to please stop embarrassing her. She's been busy, and I didn't think I needed the help. She shook her head. I must have been distracted during the test, I didn't have any trouble understanding the theory. Hey, you failed it too. And broom practice. You failed broom practice. Her expression was of utter bafflement as she looked at the redhead, who shrugged. Miss Nelson doesn't like the way I fly, plus I wasn't able to take the test due to my punishment she shrugged. Hannah furrowed her brows, thinking. Isn't that unfair? They punished you, but they could have revoked the limitation on flying for a little while she said, trying not to get distracted by how Akko was now arguing with Susie about something related to potions. That's not how the punishment works. I was cursed for a month, if I try to get close to a broom it runs away from me. Hell, I can't even sweep my room. Hannah couldn't help but crack a smile at the thought of a broom running from Amanda. So you wouldn't be able to fly with another person either? Yeah. I tried getting Constance to ride me in her mechanic broom but the second I approached the damn thing it took off and almost killed her. She sighed, mindlessly leaning and resting her butt on Hannah's desk. They returned their sheets to each other while watching the other students getting excited or disappointed about their own grades. Hannah appeared to struggle with what to say next, as if she didn't want to mess up. I guess we were wrong about Akko, Amanda suddenly said. What do you mean? Hannah cocked her head. We made fun of her, the other day Amanda crossed her arms and legs, now fully sitting on the desk. But in the end, she did better than us. Well. I wouldn't say better Hannah snorted. I'm sure I did better on everything else. Me too, so what? We still failed, she didn't. Amanda continued, looking down to her. I'd rather be a master of my craft than a jack of all trades Hannah met her eyes, and Amanda saw stubborn determination in them. She wasn't wrong, really, but the redhead felt something inside. She felt like she had lost to Akko on some fundamental level. Not that she expected Hannah to understand, it was a silly thing. Hannah's viewpoint was probably the more logical, when people searched for help, they went to someone specialised, not an average person. The room was slowly calming down. Students had already looked at their grades and had gotten over the emotions, good or bad, that were brought forward, and they went back to their places. Amanda went back to her desk. Both her teammates had gotten over averages in everything. They still had an hour or so of class until lunch break, but they had given them a short break to look over the exam results. Professor Finilan came back to the classroom and looked over the students, clearing her throat so that the murmur would stop. Now, I trust you have all looked over your grades and understand that, whatever they are, you deserve them. She started, and Amanda could swear her stare had lingered on Akko for a second. Which leads us to our next point, as many of you have heard, though I don't know how this got leaked she muttered that last part, annoyed. Next month, a big event will be held at Appleton Academy. In sign of friendship and respect, they have invited the students of Luna Nova to take part in it. A rush of excited noises came from the students in the room. Hannah rolled her eyes at this, Appleton wasn't that great anyways. It will be a formal event, with food, dancing, and other activities not discussed with us as of right now. She sounded particularly bitter about that last point. And, while yes, everyone has been invited, we have decided that it could be a distraction from your normal studies. So, as a rule. She paused for dramatic effect, and something inside Amanda realized what she was going to say before she said it, leading her to smirk. All students who don't have a pass on every subject will not be allowed to go. So, Amanda had a perfect excuse for not going. She nodded approvingly, enjoying the disappointment and complaint noises that started to spread across the classroom. Most students failed at least a couple classes, it was normal. However Finilan said in a louder voice, which hushed the students again. A week prior to the event those of you with failed subjects will be allowed to take another test. It will not be on your final semester grades. It won't even help raise your current one, but should you pass it, you will be allowed to go to the event. The excitement came back. Amanda heard a low-voiced all right, 
exclamation from behind her, and recognized Hannah's voice. Constance patted Amanda's shoulder, and via signs asked her if she was going to want any help. Amanda shook her head, she had absolutely no interest in going, and if she had, she'd just sneak in. She was not about to willingly take more tests just for a party. Even if all her friends would probably go. Now, silence, we will continue with class. You may resume your conversations after we're finished. Finilan made everyone silent again with her strong voice, and moved forward with class. Amanda wouldn't admit it, but she started paying just a little more attention than normal. Sorry Hannah. Diana answered, shaking her head. Despite her neutral expression, Hannah could see the silent guilt in her eyes. I've been slacking off on my own research a lot due to tutoring Akko. She didn't sound particularly regretful about this fact. I promise I'll help you out on weekends, but for now, why don't you go ask Professor Chariot for help? Sure, don't worry. Hannah smiled. She didn't want to say what she really felt, because, said out loud, but you could spare that time for Akko, couldn't you, would sound incredibly childish, but that didn't stop her from silently cursing. She couldn't help but look across the table to the brunette, who was eating her lunch with a dumb smile on her face. But can I really ask Chariot for help? Surely everyone who's failed the class will do it. You could ask Akko for help, Susie said, sitting next to Akko, smiling maliciously. The eyes she didn't hide behind her hair looked at her with amusement. Akko? Please, I'd rather. Hannah was about to say die but her memories of her chat with Barbara came back to her. Do it with someone with teaching experience. She finished. That didn't sound too unnatural, she believed. She caught a glimpse of Barbara smiling with satisfaction to her side. I can ask Chariot for you. Akko's mouth was half full, and what she had said was barely understandable. She struggled to swallow for a few seconds and sighing with relief as she managed to not choke. Then the satisfaction in Barbara's face turned to something else. Why not go ask her with Amanda? She suggested, with a hint of mockery on her voice. Amanda, who was looking at Constanze's console and cheering for her, snapped her head towards them, eyebrow raised. I'm not going to take supplementary classes, sorry she said. Hannah couldn't help but feel a rush of relief. She didn't like the idea of having to spend time with Amanda, even if you're going to be thrown off the group. Something changed within her mind, and she frowned. Don't you want to go to the party? She asked. Not really, Amanda shrugged. Hannah couldn't conceive such an idea. Why wouldn't she? Even if she wasn't interested in the boys or the fancy outfits, she would surely have some semblance of fun there, right? Hannah glanced at Diana for just a second, trying to see her reaction to this. She was distracted, chatting in a low voice with Lotta. Well, you still could benefit. In Hannah's mind, Amanda was probably just playing it cool. Surely she'd go and study on her own, secretly. Maybe this was a good chance to bond and make Barbara happy. So come on, accompany me. That last part came off kind of douchey, but it's not like she was going to fix her speech manners in just a day. Amanda gave her a flat stare. She was not interested in going to ask Chariot for help, obviously. Their eyes met, and Hannah tried to not look away. Of course she didn't want to accompany Hannah. It was embarrassing enough to have failed, but having to go ask a teacher together. Amanda sighed, finally turning away from Constance and facing her. Fine, I'll go. She sounded and looked awkward while saying it. Hannah packed up, surprised that she had accepted the suggestion. The auburn-haired girl hoped her confusion didn't show, lest it offend the redhead. Thanks. Hannah limited her words. A simple thanks was more than enough, for this situation at least. Still, she smiled on the inside. So Amanda did want to go. Maybe giving her a good excuse to study would make them better friends. Yeah. She tried not to cringe at the idea of attempting to study with the redhead. For some reason, she imagined Amanda not studying at all and just distracting her. Her eyebrow twitched at this mental image. Barbara nudged her, and when Hannah looked, 
she was giving her thumbs up. Apprehension was blown away, replaced with determination. What if she actually pushed Amanda to approve? What a great idea. So, shall we go? Hannah noticed that Amanda was finished, and she herself was too. Amanda opened her mouth, but said nothing, and closed it again. Then, she shrugged, raising and sighing again. I'll go to Akko finished the last of her food and rose. I want to thank her for the dash. Akko Diana called, calmly, and the brunette turned. I believe you have offered me help, am I mistaken? Her blue eyes focused on the brunette. Oh, right, you need to gather some herbs for your project or something she sat back down, laughing nervously. Sorry, I got excited and forgot. Diana didn't reply, but she nodded. Hannah felt like she was missing something, but was still thankful to Diana. She wasn't sure she would have been able to handle both Akko and Amanda. Let's go, we don't have all day Amanda said walking past her towards the exit, hands behind her head. Oh, right Hannah followed, the weird thing she had felt slipping from her mind. Chapter 3, First Session The noonlight entered through the classroom's big, long windows. Hannah knocked on the open door, looking at the figure on the teacher's desk. Ah, girls, please come in chariot said, waving for them to enter the classroom that was currently not being used. Hannah entered timidly, though Amanda just strode in. She didn't know exactly why she had agreed to come. She just figured that it couldn't be that bad. Hello. Hannah approached the desk, and Amanda stood a few paces behind her. We were wondering if... Well... You want me to help you with your studies? The red-haired teacher, as always, wore a gentle smile. However, unlike a year back, when she'd first started teaching, she was less insecure. She now gave out an aura of cold confidence as she locked her red eyes onto them. Hannah nodded, blushing slightly. Chariot looked at Amanda, who shrugged, but her smile widened a bit at this. Go, sit down, let's see. She looked over a stack of papers on her desk, looking for something. Hannah went to sit down on the front row. Amanda hated that place, but well, it's not like there were many students here anyways, so she sat next to her. Now, I don't know what they told you about the parter test chariot rows, carrying two sheets. But they're kind of special. You'll be tested on everything we have done up to this moment in class, including last year's classes. Amanda's jaw dropped for a few seconds. Had she just said what she thought she said? Okay, I'm out of here. Amanda rose, ready to go. However, Hannah pulled her back down by the uniform. Now, now, let's just take it easy despite the words, her voice was kind of shaky as she spoke. Professor Chariot, what do you mean by? I mean, she looked at them both, and Amanda noticed something, but couldn't quite figure it out. That if you want to go to that party, girls, you have a month to go over everything about astrology you've done up until now while you were in Luna Nova disappointment. No, that wasn't it. But after hearing that, she didn't care to find out. I'm not interested Amanda stood, now moving away before Hannah could pull her back down. Sorry, I don't care for the party that much. She shrugged, starting towards the door. But then, she felt a shiver. She could tell Chariot was piercing her with a stare, stopping her on the spot. How weird, Chariot's voice was unusually, exaggeratedly, enticing. I was sure you'd be excited for the opportunity to dance. She commented. Amanda turned her head, making sure to keep her expression neutral. Sorry, but I don't really enjoy waltz. Too slow. Despite these words, Amanda felt that something was off. Chariot still had that weird look on her eyes, and now Hannah was looking at her with a weird expression. Kind of a mix between panic and disappointment, if she had to guess. However, she didn't give it much thought before shrugging again and resuming her walk. Ah but walls can be quite enjoyable if you just look at the big picture. Chariot said. Her voice had a tint of satisfaction as she spoke, but Amanda was barely paying attention, as she had almost exited the room. The relaxing music, the fluid movements, the prizes for winning the contest. 
Amanda froze, then turned with a smirk on her face. Did you say? Contest. Now she understood the look on Chariot's eyes. It was a challenge. How are you doing? Hannah asked, frustrated. Going over old stuff was harder than she had expected. The library was empty. Classes had just ended and most girls wanted to take a break from studies. That didn't apply to her and Amanda. Whenever Hannah found herself bored, she'd think of how cute she'd look in a dress, dancing with a handsome boy and taking in the glamour of a high-class event, the kinds of which she'd only gotten to know in her teenage years. Amanda, on the other hand, didn't appear frustrated or bored. She had fire on her eyes. She looked certain and sure of herself. Hannah was kind of inclined to ask her about a few things she herself didn't understand, the redhead seemed to be having no problems. Honestly, I forgot how most of these constellations work she said instead, making Hannah's expectations vanish. They had asked Chariot for advice, but the teacher's supplementary classes were on Wednesdays and Fridays and she was not going to make an exception for them. A few questions outside her teaching hours were fine, but the bulk of the studying should be done in a proper setting. So, they would have to try and figure it out themselves. Hannah Haddon had many problems with astrology during her first year, but still, going over all of it in just one month seemed like madness. Hannah leaned over Amanda's book. What constellations? The other girl gave her a weird look, as well as she should, since Hannah was trying very hard to be nice, and pointed at one. Amanda, that's Aquarius. Yeah, I know that. It's one of the zodiacs. Hannah was in disbelief, but she didn't let it show in her voice. I know that too. The redhead looked uncomfortable. Hannah sighed, refraining from saying what she had in mind. To forget what the zodiacs meant. She started explaining the things in the book for Amanda. She brought it closer, so that she didn't have to be at such an awkward angle. The redhead also brought their chairs closer together to make it easier for them both. While Hannah had half expected Amanda to stop paying attention at any given point, she didn't. Actually, when explained right, Amanda picked up on things fairly quickly. Oh, so that's how you work Hannah suddenly said after finishing with another explanation. You get by by paying attention in class, don't you? Amanda shrugged. I guess. She said nonchalantly. However, she avoided Hannah's eyes. Then why did you skip so many classes? Hannah tried to meet her eyes, but couldn't. It made sense, now. Amanda never studied, she didn't need to. But, if one had such a talent, then why bring yourself down by not using it? That's. Amanda hesitated for a second. None of your business. Despite all her efforts, Hannah couldn't get the redhead to look her in the eyes. She was kind of offended by the answer, after she'd gone to the trouble of explaining things to her, that's how Amanda acted. Fine, then I guess it's none of my business if you pass or not Hannah said, taking her own book and preparing to move away. She'd tell Barbara that this was not her fault. Because it wasn't. Amanda spoke quickly. I just don't want to talk about it, okay? She said, now allowing their eyes to meet. Hannah saw the sincerity in them and, as much as she would have loved to cut ties here, she swallowed her pride and sat back down. It's okay, Hannah said in a grumpy voice. But you'll have to tell me, okay? Despite not knowing exactly why, Hannah knew that getting to know Amanda would eventually lead the redhead to telling her about this, particularly if they were going to study it together for a whole month. I'll think about it Amanda said, even if her voice sounded strangled. Hannah decided not to pry further. So, did you get everything? She asked instead. Well, there's this star here. Akko was as subtle as a centipede wearing tap shoes, and so when she entered the library with a loud bang, all the students there instantly looked away. Her face was against the floor. As she said, getting up, bleeding from her nose. Amanda had to hold back her laugh. Hannah was looking at the brunette with a disapproving stare. You're still here? She asked in her normal tone of voice, which was too loud for the library. Akko, would you mind speaking softer? Hannah asked in barely a whisper. 
She and Amanda had been talking like that for hours, and they had done a great deal of progress in their year one look back. Yeah, sorry Akko said, smiling apologetically, but didn't actually lower her voice. So. How are your studies going? If you have something to say, say it, Akko. Amanda said in a louder tone than she wanted. Akko looked to the side suspiciously, as if she was going to tell them one big secret. Well, the truth is, Diana asked me to fetch her this plant named. She stopped to think for a second, then gave up and took a small paper out of her pocket. Mandrake. She finished. But I don't know how it looks or where it is in the botanical garden, and Susie was busy with her experiments, and Lotta and Barbara were in one of their eternal nightfall discussions, and I have no idea where Jesminka and Constanze are. Amanda looked at Hannah, who appeared to be ready to just stand up and kick the brunette out of the library. They both probably knew what a mandrake was, of course. Actually, given the fact that Akko had passed the botanical class, it was weird that she didn't know what it was. I'll go, Amanda said. She looked outside, where the orange light told her it was nearing night. Damn, she hadn't had such a study session since before coming to Luna Nova. I was getting tired of studying, so how about we continue tomorrow? She looked at Hannah, who pressed her lips. After a few seconds, she closed her book and stood too. I guess you're right, we shouldn't tire ourselves out. She didn't sound convinced, but Amanda smiled at her and moved to follow Akko, waving goodbye. The study session had been mostly silent. Despite the explanations Hannah had given her near the beginning, and a few isolated cases, they both had a pretty good grasp on the subject. Of course, Amanda had been trained for a long time on the art of divination, so it came naturally to her assuming that she cared enough to bother trying to understand it. Still, she was thankful to Hannah. A dance competition was something to look forward to, true. She was planning on showing everyone who was boss. But she doubted she'd been able to retain concentration if not for the blue team member there to help her focus. If she were honest with herself, Hannah was not the first girl she'd picked to do. Well, anything. She was bitchy, stuck up and rather annoying. But after today, Amanda saw that she also had some good qualities. Good at explaining stuff, patient with her and even understanding when the redhead had been rather rude. Also, when I looked closely, she was pretty cute. Not that it mattered, as far as Amanda knew, she was head over heels for Andrew anyways. Hey, Amanda. Once they were outside, near the botanical garden, Akko stopped and turned to her. Yes? The redhead stopped, raising an eyebrow. Do you? Like girls? Hannah finished placing the books where they belonged, Amanda had gone with Akko leaving this to her, and suddenly she felt like slapping herself. She should have offered to do it. It would have been the perfect chance to bond with Akko. She grunted in the low. No, no. She was not going to be able to bond with both of them in a single day. Plus, she had done plenty of that today. Amanda was not as lousy as she had imagined, and in the end, she had actually come to enjoy her company. She was a good listener and some of her interpretations of what Hannah had explained had given her an interesting outside perspective. Oh, here you are. A voice spoke from behind her. At first, because of the backlight, it was hard to distinguish who it was. Despite that, it didn't take long for Hannah to recognize the silhouette as her best friend. Had fun studying. As much fun as one can have, I guess. Hannah shrugged. Sometimes she wondered how Diana managed to study all the time, even when she didn't need to. They silently walked outside the library, enjoying how natural it felt to walk together. Thank you for doing this. Barbara said, looking at her with a smile. Nah, you were right. Hannah waved her hand dismissively. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would. Still, I know you're doing it because I asked you. And you got Amanda to study, too. That's impressive. Hannah smiled. Yes, it is. But you should thank Chariot for that. What do you mean? The auburn head which explained to Barbara what had happened. However, during her conversation, she realized that she was actually looking forward to studying with the redhead again. 
Chapter 4, Ideas and Feelings. So that's what's been going on Amanda hit Akko's shoulder in a friendly manner. Who'd know, idiots can fall in love too. They were sitting in the grass outside the botanical garden, the setting sun already hidden behind the threes of the forest. Amanda had been listening to Akko for a good 15 minutes as the brunette tried to explain her feelings and how weird it all was. The redhead had some experience with the feeling, but because of her own family circumstances, she had failed to get into any real relationships in her life, particularly after coming to Luna Nova. I don't know if I'd call it love. Akko said, sighing. Akko Amanda gave her a flat stare. Yeah? You said you couldn't sleep the other night just because you kept thinking how a date with Diana would play out. Amanda was trying not to laugh at the brunette's density. But, as a friend's date. Akko got flustered, fidgeting with her fingers. The redhead rolled her eyes. Well, there is a simple test for knowing if you like her, you know. Amanda smirked. Teasing Akko was usually fun, but teasing a love-struck Akko was even more so. Really? Is it a spell? Akko suddenly looked at her with excitement. No, nothing that fancy. Pretty simple actually, just close your eyes. Akko did so. Amanda was half-tempted to stand up stealthily and leave as a prank, but she decided that seeing Akko's reaction to what she was going to say would be better. Her smirk turned into a full mischievous smile. Now imagine that you're kissing. The effect was instantaneous. Akko's face turned red, and Amanda could swear she saw the vapor coming out of the normally clumsy witch. Why would she kiss me? Akko's eyes were still closed, not daring to open them and face the redhead. Amanda, on her side, was thinking that it was curious how Akko imagined Diana being the one to start the act. She'd figured that Akko would be more inclined to do so herself. That's irrelevant. Do you like it? Of course. Who wouldn't enjoy kissing Diana? Akko snapped her eyes open, face still red, looking incredibly uncomfortable with the situation. Amanda didn't know if she should keep going with the teasing. Akko was obviously not used to these topics, and she looked like she might just stand up and walk away if she kept going. Well, I wouldn't. Amanda said. Akko opened her mouth to reply, but thought better of it. Akko, it's okay for you to like Diana. If it helps any, now that I think about it, she probably likes you too. You should ask her out. You really think so? Akko smiled. Of course. Now, are we going to get that mandrake or are you just going to daydream about kisses all day? Hey, that was your idea. Akko cried. And, well, I didn't really need the mandrake. I already have it. I just needed to talk with someone about this. Okay, but what if Hannah was the one who accompanied you? Amanda cocked her head. What do you mean? Amanda hesitated to say what she really thought. If Akko confessed to Hannah that she liked Diana, she would have likely made fun of her. Of course, Akko now considered everyone in the green and blue teams her friend, so she wouldn't have thought of that possibility. Amanda kind of envied the simplicity of Akko's mind. Nothing important. Come on, dinner is going to start soon and I don't want to miss it Amanda stood, helping Akko up, and they started towards the school. Falling in love, huh? That's not something Amanda thought she had ever done. She had crushed on some girls, and played around with another few, but nothing had ever felt real to her. At one point she'd assumed she was just too young for relationships and gave up on them. A short while later she had been sent to Luna Nova, and hadn't gotten many chances to try again. Well, when the right girl appeared, she'd realize it. Amanda nodded, finally understanding what Hannah had explained. It had taken a lot longer than normal, which was probably Hannah's fault. The auburn-haired girl put down the book, turning her head to look at Amanda. It was Thursday already and while Chariot's class yesterday had been helpful, if they wanted to be able to prepare for the tests, by tomorrow they should have finished studying the entirety of the first year's first half, but today, the blue team had trouble focusing. Do you think Akko and Diana acted weird today? She finally asked. It had been bothering her a lot. 
They sat next to each other, they walked next to each other, and Diana had even blushed for apparently no reason a couple times. Well, of course. Amanda didn't take her eyes off her book. They probably started to date, if Akko had the guts to tell her how she felt. Hannah frowned. She couldn't possibly mean what it had sounded like. What do you mean by date? Amanda looked at her with a weird expression. The kind of expression she made when she was about to make fun of someone. I mean date, as in, dating. You know, going out. Hannah's face suddenly turned into one of confusion. An amused smile appeared on Amanda's face as she saw the shorter witch struggle. Wait, as in, romantically. Hannah couldn't believe what she was hearing. Of course, what other meaning could there be? Amanda's smile was putting Hannah off. She was really enjoying the conversation for some reason. But Diana isn't a lesbian. Hannah exclaimed in a whisper. I I mean, she has never shown any kind of romantic interest in. But, now that she thought about it, she had been acting weird around Akko lately. Just. Ah, denial. That's the first stage. Amanda nodded with satisfaction, patting Hannah in the back. Don't worry, you'll get accepted in no time. Just remember, when you get to bargaining, don't even consider the possibility of it being a one-sided crush on Akko's part. Hannah didn't reply. Diana and Akko had gotten closer to each other over the past months, but had it really turned into a romance? Plus, if Diana was a lesbian, she would have told her, right? Not that there was anything wrong with being one, but she just seemed so, well, normal. And if it was true, why hadn't she told her? They were in the same team. They were friends, weren't they? And if she was now dating Akko she should have told her too, right? After all, if Hannah was dating someone, she would definitely tell Diana and Barbara. Well, maybe not if it was Akko. Dating Akko would be kind of embarrassing enough to keep it a secret. You're making a lot of faces there. Amanda snapped her back into reality. Going through anger. Oh shut up. Hannah said in a low tone, picking up her book again. We don't need to talk about this, we should be studying. You're the one who brought it up though. Amanda chuckled. Hannah snorted, saying nothing. So, anyone you like? Hannah looked at her again. Andrew, I thought it was obvious. The redhead rolled her eyes, an act which Hannah found slightly offensive. I really like it. Not the silly oh his hot and rich I'd totally marry him like. This gave Hannah some pause. That was not the kind of like she had for Andrew, was it? I mean, he is rich and hot, she thought. But that's just on the surface. His. Despite her best efforts, she couldn't come up with another reason for why she liked him. Over the years, she'd looked at him from afar. At first she had always assumed he and Diana would end up together, but the blonde had obviously zero interest in him. Then she had moved on to fangirling over him with Barbara and other girls. She had chatted with him at some parties, mostly when he talked to Diana, but if she thought hard about it, what did she know about him? I. Hannah couldn't answer. It's okay Amanda's face showed a little concern. Having crushes on hot guys is also valid, don't think so much about it. Yeah, and we need to go back to studying, Hannah laughed nervously, going back to her book. She still liked Andrew, after all, he was so. Hot and, rich. Amanda was laying on the top of the bunk bed, thinking to herself. Hannah had been off after their short talk at the library yesterday. She had barely been able to explain things, and Amanda often caught her spacing out in class. Was it because of Diana dating Akko or because of what she had told her about her silly crush? Amanda had felt kinda guilty about the exchange afterwards. It was not as if she wanted to crush her worldview or anything, she just said what she had seen. Maybe she should have kept Akko's secret too, though everyone but Hannah had noticed what was going on. She sighed. A way to help Hannah focus again, she needed that. Not that she cared particularly if she realized she didn't like Andrew, of course, but Hannah was a great not-teacher, and if it weren't for her, 
Amanda would have thrown the towel. In part because her instincts rebelled against the idea of studying divination and obliged to her family's wishes, in part because she hated books and being in libraries for too long. Add that to the frustration of not being able to fly, and Amanda was about to blow up. She was looking forward to next Friday when, in the afternoon, the curse would be revoked and she'd finally be able to get on her broom again. All that she wanted right now was to soar through the skies and be rid of her worries. She had tried some levitation spells, but those just weren't the same. The wind through her hair, the sense of speed, the acrobatics. Those were irreplaceable. Plus, without a broom, getting to Blytonbury was impossible. She knew that Constance had plans of going there tomorrow, since apparently there was some kind of tech expo going on, but Amanda just wanted to hang out outside school for a while. Something clicked in her head. I know. She suddenly cried. Hey, let's invite everyone to hang out in town tomorrow. We can relax after the tests and have some fun. She said, looking down on Constance and Jasminka, who were playing a video game. They both looked up. They had confused looks on their faces, and exchanged a few glances before looking back at her. Oh don't give me that. I've been studying all week, I deserve a break. And Hannah too but she didn't add that to her sentence. Both of her teammates shrugged and nodded, though Constance pointed to the sky inquiring. That was right, Amanda wouldn't be able to join them. But that didn't matter. It's fine, I'll manage to get there somehow. She lied. She'd disappear before everyone left and they'd assume she'd gone, then they'd be able to have fun in town without her. That'd also give Akko and Diana a chance to go on an actual date. I'm such a great friend, she thought with satisfaction, smiling to herself. Still, she wanted to go. If only there was some way to fly through ley lines that wasn't a broom and therefore wasn't affected by the curse. Wait a second Amanda was on fire with the amazing ideas that night. There is a way, though I'll probably need cons to help me out. Plus, she wasn't even sure it would even work still. And if she wanted to try it out she'd have to sneak outside in the night. And climb a lot of stairs too. Still, she dropped from bed and looked at the door. Cons, don't go to sleep until I come back, got it? The tiny which gave her a flat stare, but nodded nonetheless. Amanda smiled. Welp, hope this works, and if not, I'm still the greatest friend in Luna Nova. Chapter 5, Blytonbury 1 Chariot burst into the lab with a spell, landing in a crouch and looking around carefully. Everything seemed normal. All the machines had a fine layer of dust over them, and most loose parts were still inside boxes, as she'd left them after Croy was sent to prison. In the darkness of the room, her wand being the only source of light, she started to relax. Maybe it had been a malfunction of some sorts and... You again? Suddenly, a barely understandable voice spoke from behind her as a couple of monitors started up. Chariot turned, starting to feel a sense of betrayal she didn't think she'd ever feel again, and saw a purple-haired woman barely visible through the static. Oh wait, that's you, Chariot. What are you doing in the lap? Croy, what happened here last night? The alarm was set off. Who did you mistake me with? Chariot tried to keep her voice under control her emotions starting to stir up a storm inside her. Oh, that. I'll. Keep it a secret. She smiled through the monitors. Croy, you're not up to something, are you? The red-haired woman spoke wistfully, almost begging. Croy, from her screens, changed her expression to one of sudden realization. What? Oh, sorry, should have made it clear. No, no, I'm still in prison, see? She picked up her camera and showed Chariot that she was indeed inside a cell. I'm allowed to do some research, so I took the liberty to tap into my old systems, make sure all Noir Fuel Spirit's components were deactivated and all that. Chariot lost strength from her legs after the wave of relief she felt. Croy was still good. It was okay. She was still. Wait, so what happened? Who was here? She asked the tech-driven witch. Croy smiled again, an expression that made Chariot uncomfortable. 
I'll tell you tomorrow when you visit, I promise. For now, I wouldn't want to ruin anyone's day. Everyone landed on the outskirts of Blytonbury. Hannah looked around. It had been a while since she'd last come, but she was not really excited. For one, she was really weird yesterday. She didn't know why, but her mind kept going back to Andrew, and the more she thought about him, the less she understood. She knew his background, most of his public life, she had spoken to him and as far as she could remember, whenever she thought about him he was framed by roses and angelic voices. Now she only saw his face and saw a rich boy she knew nothing about, and something within her was missing. Still, she looked around. Hey, Jasna, didn't you say Amanda was going to be here? Akko asked, looking around. Constance didn't give any signs of having heard her. I find that highly unlikely. Diana commented, taking her broom and looking around. I see no way she could have gotten here without a broom. Hannah felt her heart sink a little at this. For what she'd heard, inviting them all to the city had been Amanda's idea. Somehow, she suspected she was the reason. Maybe it was giving herself too much credit, but if she was taking a break from studies, she felt like Amanda deserved it too. They had been studying together the entire past week, after all. Then, a shout came from the sky. Well you should look again. Amanda's voice came from above and everyone looked. There, in the sky, she stood above a green platform. She started to descend, and soon she was close enough that they could see the smirk on her face. Hannah felt some of her guilt fly away, happy to see the redhead. As she reached the ground, she prepared to jump down. The device under her feet suddenly slipped away and she fell on her butt. Out she said as she stood. Still not used to those things she muttered, pressing a little button in the knew what she had on her wrist. The flying object came back to her and hovered next to her shoulder. One of Croy's flying rumbas. Akko exclaimed. Yes, Akko, we all saw what it was. Susie said coldly. Diana approached the little device. I thought these were all deactivated when Croy was sent away. She said with a confused frown. They were. Amanda confessed. But not destroyed. I took one from Croy's lab. She smirked again. Well, more like she gave it to me, long story. Then Constance did some adjustments to it. And? Akko approached excitedly. How does it feel? It's rather boring, if you ask me. If you try to go very fast you get blown away. And it's easy to lose your balance too. But hey, it's better than nothing. She shrugged. Akko looked disappointed by the answer, but before she could keep inquiring, Amanda turned around and dramatically pointed to the city. Now let's go have some fun, ladies. She took off, and everyone followed. Hannah felt some of her worries melt away. Amanda had a point, they were in town, they'd have fun and she could worry about her feelings or whatever later. Now that she thought about it, there was this place she'd been meaning to go with Barbara for a while now, but they'd never found the time. The streets of Blytonbury were busy, but not crowded. The colourful houses appeared to shine in the morning sun, their mostly red roofs a nice contrast with the blue sky. Actually, Lotta and I were first going to check on the bookstore. Barbara apologised to Hannah. There was a new edition of volume 234.5 of Nightfall with a whole 200 new words for chapter 27. She explained, and Hannah barely understood any of what she was saying. See, there's probably going to be online discussions on if it's canon or not, but we want to check it out anyways. Oh, sorry, I'm boring you. She laughed nervously. Hannah felt a stab of guilt. Over the years she had made fun of Nightfall fans, but now that Barbara had Lotta to discuss it, she was more open about her hobby. No, don't sweat it. Go, have fun, we'll meet at the restaurant at once like we agreed with everyone. Hannah gave her a comforting smile and waved her off. Barbara and Lotta left, going to the bookstore. Hannah had hoped to have a nice quality day to chat with her best friend, but she would have to wait till afternoon, apparently. Jasminka stood next to a food stand as soon as they entered the city, 
and everyone knew they'd see her at the arranged meeting place later. Constance had gone to the expo that was the original purpose of her visit, Susie said something about buying ingredients for her potions and Akko had seen something that caught her attention and ran off without waiting for anyone, only Diana going after her. And, after Lotta and Barbara disappeared behind a corner, that only left Hannah and Amanda. The shorter of the girls looked at the other, awkward smile on her face. Well, guess we somehow ended up together. She tried to keep the weirdness out of her voice, failing miserably. Good thing I was able to come, then. Amanda smiled at her, but quickly got distracted by looking at a passing lady with a cute dog. If not, you'd be left alone. She continued. Hannah sighed internally. Not that she hadn't come to bear Amanda's company, but her idea of a relaxing weekend definitely didn't involve her. They walked in silence for a bit. Hannah didn't want to be alone, but what she would usually do, shopping for clothes, would probably not appeal to Amanda. What do you normally do when you come here? She asked the redhead. Amanda thought for a little while. I usually just hang out with Cons or Jasna. We go watch movies or to check on magic stores or stuff like that. What do you like to do? I like, window shopping, and stuff. Hannah tried to downplay it, since Amanda would certainly laugh at. Well, let's go do that. The redhead turned to her and started walking backwards. We're not far from the main street anyways she said, pointing back with her thumb. As they walked, Hannah noticed, people took notice of the flying Roomba next to her shoulder. She decided not to point that out quite yet. They reached the main street after just a few minutes, and this was what one would have considered crowded. People of all types and ages walked in all directions, talking, crying and laughing. Some walked alone, some together. The flow of people was almost shocking compared to the previous streets, and Hannah couldn't help but get excited. Oh, I know where I want to go first she said, grabbing Amanda's arm and almost dragging her. The redhead followed her with a neutral expression on her face until they reached the place Hannah had been looking for, her favorite boutique. It was a two-story building with a modern facade, painted a tasteful pastel yellow with orange for the windowsills. Beautiful dresses were shown in the front, with both modern and classic designs. They entered, though Amanda hesitated at the door. She was not fond of places like these. Too fancy and girly for her, she always felt like she didn't fit. Hannah wasn't aware of this, of course, and so she followed anyway. An attendant approached them, offering help. Hannah said that they didn't need any, and it was true. At this point, she was surprised they didn't recognize her. The inside of the building was as tasteful as the outside. The walls were white, and a red carpet covered the floor. The dresses were organized by styles, sizes, fabric and colors, giving the entire thing a very neat and pretty impression. Once left alone, Hannah started to check out dresses. Amanda followed her, looking at what she picked, but didn't seem particularly interested in the whole ordeal. You don't like dresses much, do you? Hannah asked as she checked a long, sleeveless blue one with silvery embroidery. I don't like fancy parties, normally. Amanda confessed, looking at herself in one of the many mirrors of the establishment. But what will you wear to the Appleton party? Hannah turned to her. She was seriously considering buying the dress now in her hands. I was planning on using my suit. I plan on being the lead dancer. She shrugged as she stopped messing around with the mirror and looked at her. Oh, right. Amanda had a suit. Hannah remembered it all too well. She had almost fallen for that manly Amanda when she didn't know who it was. The mere thought of that made her blush, but she shook her head. That won't do. You're a girl, you should wear a dress. Hannah chastised, taking Amanda's hand and forgetting about the dress. What's your size? I don't know, an eight or a nine, I think. Amanda's voice sounded strangled. Hannah nodded, and instantly started searching. With her fiery hair and emerald green eyes, if she only did her hair a little and maybe painted her lips with a natural pink. She picked out a dress after searching for almost ten minutes. 
They were now on the second floor, and Amanda was looking at her with a really strange expression. Go into the changing booths and try it. Hannah handed the dress to Amanda, who looked at it and smiled uncomfortably. I don't think I dash. Shush. Hannah raises her hand, showing the palm to Amanda. No complaints, just go and try it, we'll discuss after you see it. The redhead didn't seem convinced, but seeing that trying to argue was futile, she went and did as told. It took her a few minutes to get changed. Hannah was smiling the entire time, confident in her ability to figure out how others would look in the dresses she picked for them. Amanda was not going to be an exception to the rule. She came out of the booth. She was an exception to the rule. She was even better than Hannah expected. Hannah had picked a fiery orange gown for Amanda. It had sleeves barely past the elbows, and while the top was tight and allowed for the shape of the body to show, from the waist to a few centimetres below the knees it had six layers of frills, each hem highlighted with crimson red along with all the embroidery and seams, all of which combined with her hair. As it was it could look rather repetitive, of course, but if she allowed herself to wear an emerald necklace and hairpins to match her eyes, maybe a couple bracelets too, it would be. Bad dump. Hannah stopped daydreaming, as she noticed Amanda looking very uncomfortable in the garment. It looks that bad, huh? She said, trying to fake a smile. Dresses aren't my thing, I told you. I'll change back. Despite what she said, Hannah could feel the disappointment in her voice. Wait she managed to say, coming out of the dazzle she had been in. You're gorgeous. It took her a few seconds to realize what she had said. I I mean, you look gorgeous on that dress. She corrected herself. Well, you did pick it. Amanda said, trying to see herself better in the mirror inside the booth. I may have overdone it Hannah thought. Amanda looked at her again. You may be right though. It is kinda cool, and it feels good to move in she walked around a little. But if I wear it I'll wear some shorts under it, no way I am risking showing my underwear to anyone. Hannah was still distracted by the sight. This felt somehow like. No, but back then I thought she was a boy. I'm just overreacting. You should totally buy it. Hannah said to stop thinking. The boys will be all over you at the party if you go like that. I'm not interested in that bunch of pricks, Amanda scoffed, crossing her arms. Still, it would be a waste. If you don't have the money I'll pay it, as a gift. Wait, what was she saying? Well, she did want to buy something, and this would totally be worth the money. Amanda was taken aback by this. No. She said simply. I can just take a couple pics and use magic to change. Now that we have a bunch of magic in the world, it won't be a problem to maintain the spell for a night. Hannah wanted to protest. True, that was not illegal, but it just seemed. Wrong. Still, she sighed. Well, you do you. Now that I have proven that dresses are totally something that suits you, you should go check out some others. The auburn-haired girl decided that she was thinking about Amanda too much, and she wanted to go back to the dresses. Amanda simply rolled her eyes and stepped into the changing booth again. For my part, where did I leave that blue and silver one, 